My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, everybody. On today's Shack House, we're going to discuss the Dell match play, the Masters, the Houston Open, and much more. But, of course, you know that this podcast is brought to you by Callaway, makers of the Rogue Fairway Wood. House, have you got a Rogue in the bag? Like... Kevin Kisner and Alex Noren did this week. Shaq, are we talking about the three wood, the 15 degree monster yep. beast weapon? Jailbreak. That's the one. I got that. I got I got that one. Callaway, our good friends, big smooches. Thank you for that hot, hot, <laughs> hot weapon. Yeah. You enjoy those steel bars with that increased impact load on the face to promote the ball speed. You have fun with it down there and uh, wherever you are, vacation. And maybe you'll uh, win a tournament like Sergio, Michelle, we and Phil Mickelson have this year. Speaking of wins, how about getting some winning seats, Shaq? How about that for a segue? Winning oh, yeah. seats at a place like Dodger Stadium or perhaps mm. Augusta, Georgia, the Augusta National Golf Club. SeatGeek is the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, and more like golf tournaments. For $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event, all you have to do is use promo code HOUSE. That's H-O-U-S-E. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. And now, let's go to the Shack House. Greetings from the Shack House, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, where you can listen to House of Carbs. House, what do you got this week? House of Carbs. Thanks, Shaq. We covered Thai food last week with Pak Pak founder Andy Ricker, who splits his time between these United States and Thailand. He, he has introduced our palates here in the U.S. to the northern Thai regional cuisine, which is wonderful. Mm. Also, Shaq, let's be all be sure to check out TheRinger.com. Beautiful coverage for the NCAA tournament, including Mark Titus's March Madness mailbag. Oh, yeah, and they're going to be all over now. Steph Curry's out of the first round of the playoffs. I expect at least 10 analysis of that 
by noon tomorrow. All right, House. Bubba Watson versus Kevin Kisner. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the most thrilling final, but you told me you only got to see the the NBC portion of the day. The Golf Channel coverage this morning of the two semifinal matches, and I'm not speaking about the coverage. I'm speaking about the matches. They were really good, strong matches. Justin Thomas, I think the announcer sense faded a little bit. You know, he he, he wasn't 100 percent this week, uh, but. Kisner-Norin was a sensational match. So good, <laughs> I think that it took a ton out of Kisner. And, uh, you, you know, Bubba just also is just playing uh, as well as he's ever played, and he won 7-6. and six. And he said he only didn't commit to like four or five shots from the week. He's your master's favorite. He's on the Ryder Cup team. He's back. Well, you used, you just used that, that <laughs> uh, venerable word. Masters, and as you know, we are at the point of the season where that's all I care about. I every every single thing that relates to uh, professional golf, I'm looking through it through one prism only, Shaq, and that is the upcoming tournament in two weeks down in Augusta, Georgia. Now, I want to process who is playing well, who's in form. I'm going to talk about guys through sort of both sides of my mouth because on the one mm, hand I'm ready to first. excuse both Rory and DJ I am excited about all four of the guys that we saw today Shaq because I think those mm-hmm. are four guys whose odds sort of cover the spectrum that can genuinely win the Masters the the the, the outlier of of those guys is of course Kisner who's still available at a delicious price now I think that he has the kind of game. Let me look at his price real quick here. I got him. I, I got him at 150. He's down yeah. to 100. I'm very happy. Okay. Oh, you got him at 150. <laughs> I, I see him at 100 as well. His top finishes in the Masters at T37 in 2016, T43 last year. So he's making the cut, but you know he's got more game than 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 just a top 40. He does. He does. And he's got the whole Aiken vibe. And, he, you know, the first couple times you're going to be a little nervous. You're going to be overwhelmed. And I uh, I mean, it just does. We've talked about this year being one of those years where there are all these megastars lining up. And that's just the time when somebody comes flying out of nowhere and shocks the world. So I love where you're going with this. Now, speaking of coming out of nowhere, here is the the big takeaway for this match play event. We have to find a new place for it on the calendar, Shaq, mm. because it is a very fun event, but it feels too long uh, because you basically have to be ready on Tuesday with, with your selections. The, the play starts Wednesday, and it falls on a bad spot in March going up against the Sweet 16 where we come up with our, our, our final four. Now, what I would like is to find a place on the calendar where it lines up with a long weekend because I want it to start Thursday and then end on a Monday. I think the the, the matches today that were competed with the semifinals and the finals, that's, a, that's perfect Monday holiday viewing where you can sort of have an eye on it. You can see if you want to sit down with a cold beverage of choice yeah. and watch a few holes and just sort of see the see the guys where it falls on the calendar here 
as an indication that I'm looking for form. I want horses for courses coming into the Masters, and I can't really get a read on anybody. Now, I'm happy to see Kiz, and I'm happy to see Bubba. Bubba's validating, and Kiz is showing a little. But I really can't get a great read on, on anybody coming in to the, to the, to the, coming around the bend as we approach the Masters here. So, House, I think there are a couple uh, things with what you're saying that are great, uh, and, and the problem we're going to have is that next year it's still on the same date uh, because they are trying to work through this new schedule, and that's just the way things fall. But going forward, uh, that's the last year of the contract with, with Austin and with Dell, and if they re-sign, I think that it'll probably move to May. It works a little better for the course. And you do run into the same issue, though. It's now going to be competing as a run-up event to the PGA Championship, which is also major. Um, but it might get it a more natural Texas swing together. And and in that sense, it could be uh, a positive thing. And kind of um, this this sacred run-up to the Masters maybe have just all stroke play events. And we'll, we'll not have to hear this uh, narrative quite so much. There you go. Now you're talking. You're singing my song. That's what I want, Shaq. That's, you said it exactly right. The sacred run-up to the Masters should indeed be the stroke play events because we have guys out there that are working through things. I know we're going to talk about Jordan Spieth in a little bit, but I need Jordan to have a lot of stroke play opportunities. A guy who's, who's in his circumstance where he's trying to sort something out on the putting greens, give him mm. more opportunities, give him reps. The same is true of none other than our Lord and golf savior, Eldrick Tiger Woods. If there was a stroke play event, maybe he would have, you know, competed in that. I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't know how it fits with his own master's preparation, whether he'd want to be out playing in a stroke play event two weeks in advance or whether he's already on the grounds at ANGC re-testing uh, and, and re-measuring and reframing all of his old yardage books. But yeah. uh Giving, giving, creating that opportunity makes sense. I also like very much the logic of a Texas swing, and that would that sets up great for for kind of a a, a natural logical golf season. California swing slash West Coast swing. Then you have your Florida swing. Then you have your Texas swing. And I just to be candid and blunt about it, don't care about the potential impact on the PGA Championship. Because it is, it is, you know, for me as a as a golf fan, I, I'm sorry the 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 least yeah. interesting of the four majors. And if the match play falls two weeks in advance of that or right after it, that's fine. I'm right. I will tell you as a golf fan and and calls the the I, maybe somebody wants to 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 put me in the sin bin for this. I I enjoy the match play as much as I enjoy the PGA Championship. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see the PGA at match play again, just because it's it's different and it would make that tournament different. I I agree. It's the, the PGA tends to go to golf courses at a time of year when they're they're at their least interesting, and some of them also just not very interesting courses, as we'll find out later this year. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a letdown at that last spot, which is why I think they're moving to May in hopes of of getting rid of that, but. I'm sure Bethpage uh, next year's venue looks really great right now under all that snow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they better not snow like it did this year, next year. Uh, but anyway, yes. So, but I want to you you one other key point on this, and then we'll we'll, we'll move on. But uh, we we did get word last week that the Florida swing is back. The Valsport people put out their dates for next year, 
I don't believe correctly uh, following the the lead of the PGA Tour's instructions from headquarters not I to mean, do that. I mean, we can't blame them. They're excited, Shaq. They're I know. Excited. You gotta, you're never too soon to start selling tickets for next year. So it helped us understand where that event's going to fall on the schedule, and it's going to be a true Florida swing again. You're going to have uh, the players. The Valspar will follow the players, but we're going to have a, a four events in a row there. In, in Florida, and I, I'm very happy about that. It's been disrupted the last few years, and it, it's it been uh, something that people down there have not been very happy about, and it's just kind of messed up sort of the ebb and flow of the schedule and how players are able to uh, pick where they play. So there's that. Um, the match play, what else? Uh, anything else you you don't want to rehash the uh, quibbling about the format? I mean, I, I, I uh, you know, I was down there listening to all the the talk about the round robin and all that and the pool play, but it's just not possible to deliver a tournament for the needs of a sponsor and the fan that would like to have some players stick around for a few days. It's just not right. Yeah, you got to you got to do it. Yeah, it's fine in the sense that like we can quibble about stuff on the margins and try and come up with a way to make competition. You you I know you love that that stymie idea, but I, I that's just stuff on the margins. The bigger okay. thing to me is where it falls on the calendar so that, you know, it catches eyeballs because it, it is deserving of eyeballs. It, it ought not to be up against a major American sporting event weekend like the Sweet 16 weekend, which, you know, it, it runs Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's in direct conflict to this match play. And and honestly, you know, Austin deserves better. I love the Austin Country Club. I loved being introduced to it. It's a wonderful venue for, for match play. It is. The risk reward is off the chain. You were physically down there in Austin, Texas for most of last week. I have a question for you. Okay. You were able to walk some some matches. Which match did you consume the most with your own two eyeballs? Well, you probably won't be surprised to learn that uh, Patrick Reed, Jordan Spieth got uh, the most uh, of my attention, and we, yes. we it was it was overhyped and overplayed. But it was um, fascinating to to see that dynamic. I think it got more fascinating when we finally got Jordan to explain why we should be so excited about a rivalry between two people who've won eight points together in President's Cup and Ryder Cup matches. They should be buddies. They should be bonded. But there's this weird tension between the two. It turns out they're always trying to beat each other, even when they're playing together, which is really bizarre. But I, I love it. I mean, I love that he explained that, admitted that. And um, they do have quite a, an unusual dynamic. And, yeah, and it, was, uh, it was a ragged match overhyped. early. It wasn't overhyped. It was properly hyped. It's always <laughs> properly hyped anytime you get those two guys head to head together. And that precisely is why this tournament deserves a different place on the calendar so that, you know, the, the sporting world at writ large can can ca- catch notice of the fact that these two guys are going up against each other. In October or, or late September, when the Ryder Cup is competed, they are America's darlings. All of our, our, our country, you know, notwithstanding whatever football competition may be going on, when, when we tune into the Ryder Cup, we see Spieth and Reed, and everybody, you know, it, it gets the juices flowing. So when they're playing against each other, we get some nice nuggets. The, uh, uh, Patrick Reed is indeed playing the role that we have asked him, which is the heel. He is indeed our golf villain, which means, you know, in, in the golf world, um, he's still nothing like a, a real-world villain. But, you know, he says some things that are a little bit spicy. He likes to oh, yeah. give the needle a little bit, and, 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 and it's, it's a nice competition. Here's the thing about that uh, head-to-head that I want to hear from you, because uh, as we've established, I only care about 
this tournament as it relates to my forecasting for the ma- yes, for the Masters. You've established that nicely. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Jordan Spieth has a putting problem. Yeah. Austin had very fast greens. It was quite apparent. Undo lots of undulations and 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 thirteen yeah. between thirteen and fourteen on the stimp. What did you see of Jordan Spieth with a putter in his hand? I thought it looked better. Uh, I, the only alarming thing, though, was that after his round Friday with with Reed, he he admitted that he goes through a very long checklist right now of ideas and thoughts when he's over the over the ball, and that's not exactly what you want to hear. I thought he rolled the ball pretty well and and hung in in that match beautifully after what he said was looking like a 90 or a 92 and his his spirit was a very upbeat after that round uh, that he had battled back in that match and got it to the 17th hole and really only lost that hole because Patrick drained a ridiculous putt from off the fringe that was going to go way by the hole so and is he left there and goes to Houston this week I think he kind of was seizing on the fact that uh, he he kind of uh, got away with something there and hung in there, and then the putting was better. But still, when you have people when when they, when they're telling you they're going through a checklist and they're a golf professional, that's that's not a great thing, especially somebody who's been a, a kind of an artist on the greens. And um, but as he noted, House, you can get to Augusta and find something, and and that's kind of what he's clinging to. And there's nothing wrong with that because. Uh, history has said that those things happen. So I would say that uh, a good week for him, a better week, but um, he's still not in my my top five right now or or maybe even top ten at the Masters. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm glad to hear that. I um, have uh, established that I don't mind going against you in these uh, uh, major prognostications. And like Jordan clinging to something, you know, perhaps the switch has been flipped. Maybe not. But if there is a place where he will be able to dispense with the mental checklist and just let his natural intuition on the greens take over, it is indeed the Augusta National Golf Club, Jeff Shackelford, because he has shown us his, his problems over the last handful of years, when he's been finishing in the top five all, all any of these consecutive years, he's not winning, not because of his putter, but because of errant iron play, which is kind of shocking because that has been his strength. But I am kind of invigorated by this version of, of Jordan Spieth, and him battling all the way to the 17th is all that I need to reacquaint myself with his odds. And we're going to talk about odds, some players of interest. But but maybe we should take a quick break first. So, House, last week on Callaway Live, Eddie Q was on. I don't know if you watched. I'm an Apple fanboy, so of course I had to watch. And there's some great stuff. If you love Apple or you love the world of business and golf coming together, that's what we love about Callaway Live. Uh, our friends Harry and Jeff and friends bringing those kinds of people in, plus people like Masters champion Sergio Garcia, who sits down with Harry this week and brings a very special guest, uh, his wife, Angela, who also joins in on the show. So that's CallawayGolf.com, Callaway Live. Or, of course, you can go to YouTube and, and check out Callaway's channel, where there are all sorts of great content videos from unboxing videos to um, Phil Mickelson instruction pieces to, of course, Callaway Live. 
Yeah, I, I don't think they put my unboxing video on there, but I did enjoy taking oh. my rogues uh, out of the box. Um, today's show also brought to you by our good pals at Zip Recruiter. Friends, are you hiring? Let me tell you, posting your position to job sites and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it is no fun. Zip Recruiter knew that there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. Zip Recruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on Zip Recruiter Get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. That is fast. And ZipRecruiter does not stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never mm. miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. And right now, Shack House listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free, that's right, F-R-E-E. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash ShackHouse. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash ShackHouse. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. All right, House. So one other thought on the, the Masters uh, I wanted to – while you were talking about Jordan Spieth and your, your, your newfound enthusiasm – uh, I, I I don't know if you're aware. You probably saw on my website. A few other people on Twitter have posted that the Masters has put every broadcast up since 1968, and it'll be really fun to see if somebody like Jordan or a Phil or a Tiger, but Jordan's probably the most likely to do it. To go back and watch uh, his Masters win and then his near win and get something from that, see something from that uh, in his play and his attitude. Uh, and it'll be really fun to see if something like that transpires because, of course, we've been trying to get these online, and it's really unbelievable. Typical of the Masters, they hold out, they they don't do something, and then but when they do it, they do it right, and they and and instead of because I've been wanting them just to put highlights, just great moments, and they put the whole broadcast up, and they're unbelievable. Some of the things you can stumble on, so it'll be interesting to see if Spieth gets a little something if he just takes a little time, you know, sitting in a hotel room in Houston and. Pulls up the old YouTube, uh, but if anybody else, is going to do it, yeah, it's, it's yeah, him. The, the, the yeah. two the two most likely candidates for that, I would say, are Jordan and Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, yes. Bryson's going to take out you know <laughs> a, a, a 3D etch pad, etch a sketch, oh, yeah. and and uh, create models of all of the holes and and then uh, where like, the pins go. I mean, it's it's all notoriously available, but uh, I can just imagine where Bryson's going to take that. All well, that let's hope he coverage. doesn't take it too far because Bert Yancey did that, and and it didn't go well for Bert later in life. He built a model of Augusta National uh, and struggled with uh, some 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 demons from from not having one there. But uh, uh, so, what else on the Masters do you want to cover before we uh, move on to uh, the Houston Open? Anything else, uh, Austin? Do you want to? Well, I I, I want to hear. Let, let's do. Let's finish Austin because I, oh, I definitely okay. need to talk about Masters odds and where wow. guys sit and who we like and who's in form and who am I going to forgive. All right. But first, I have a question for you about Austin, Texas. I need to hear, as a man of the carbs, the very best thing <laughs> that you ate last week. Well, there now you'll probably be a little bit disappointed that I'm not going to 
nominate the very best thing as the Roscoe uh, seasonal special taco right now at Torchy's. It's the uh, flour tortilla, the fried egg, the bacon, and then the waffle. And you and and you know oh it sounds God. unwieldy. It works no, it beautifully. You no, just it, it doesn't sound unwieldy <laughs> well, to me. It sounds very wieldy. Well, I'd like to wield one. But you know when you think about a good taco and you want it to work right, uh, you never know when they when they put these things together if if the architecture is going to fit. And you're going to be able to fold it up properly. And it folded up. They did the waffle just right. It just it just was perfect. In fact, I almost took another picture of, of it like that so you could see. But that was phenomenal. But uh, I think the slightly better thing that I ate, uh, and I had torchies at the golf course too, uh, $8 was a little stiff for for one taco, a little, little, but I was a little desperate. Media media dining was a little rough on Thursday, so Torchies was there for me. Um, but there's a place called ATX Cochina, and, and House, it's 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 new and it's hip and it's uh, gluten free, and but it's Mexican food, and it is phenomenal. It is the most beautiful space, first of all, and then the actual menu is just everything. The carne asada. Uh, is out of this world. But I had this Arctic char they did, uh, and they just, the flavors, the textures, uh, just a sensational place. Everything they do, they do a little uh, family-style dining. But I went there, uh, I was there uh, late, had to get something to eat, got a piece of fish, and uh, it was one of the best pieces of fish I've ever had. But everything they do is phenomenal there, and it's a a, a new spot. Uh, How about this? You could have given me 30 guesses as to what you ordered. You could have even told me that you ordered yeah. seafood. And I would have I might have got to Arctic Char around the thirty-sixth <laughs> or thirty-seventh guest. So yeah. that that tells you something, right? A restaurant that can elevate now that the Arctic Char is basically a lighter version of, of salmon, is mm-hmm. the way I would describe it. It tends to come in kind of a, a thicker format, which really does create an opportunity for the chef, it's a it's a beautiful uh, uh, palette for the chef to go ahead and, and take out his brushes and and do whatever painting he would like. Tell the hungry homies. I know <laughs> that this is our the shack house, but I'm sorry, I, we have to diver, di- diverge for just a second here. Tell our hungry homies how this chef took that beautiful Arctic char palette and 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 turned it into uh, a Tex-Mex uh, beauty. Well, his his name is Kevin Taylor, and uh, he's quite an immense talent. And he uh, he he, you know, House. I tried to pull up the menu, and they they don't have the current menu, so I can't give you the exact ingredients. You just have to trust me. The place is amazing. The carne asada is actually what I would recommend people get if they go to ATX Cochina uh, in Austin. If you're doing business downtown in Austin, you can't miss it. But House, I mean, I had great meals. I went down to Congress. Uh, I, and, and there's so much going on there. Uh, our friends at cricket have their store, uh, one block over. Uh, I, I went to, did a you go phenomenal, to the cricket party? Uh, I did. I went to a taco bar there. Uh, that that's, that's awesome. Uh, it, it just, there's so much going on in Austin right now. It, it is such a vibrant, fun city and the people are so great. And, uh, the millennials, you- the hipsters, they are just running wild and I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> I don't care about that. But I do I mean, care the food, about you. They're just you know they're driving this unbelievable food there. It's incredible. The 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 cricket party you mentioned, uh, part of that idea there. Um, it's the annual event that they've been having since you know the Dell and the and the um, yeah. the match play has been there in Austin. But part of of what that party is about is their effort to to uh, save a local golf course there. To, 
Give us 60 seconds on, on, on where that effort stands. Right. Yeah, this was a fundraiser for the Save Muni Fund. And Lions Municipal House is where Ben Crenshaw learned the game. They, they've played golf there a very long time. It's right in the center of the city. I drove by it every day on my way back to my hotel. It was absolutely painful to drive by because it is is greened up a little bit and perked up since I was there. Beautiful golf course. It needs a little bit of work. But, House, you go there and there are high school teams. There are... There are lawyers, there are doctors, there are uh, uh, average, everyday plumber, golfer types that go over to the uh, Deep Eddies after the round, an awesome pub. I mean, it's just a diverse crowd. It's a great place for kids. The, the scale of it's just right. And, of course, this is a different fight than a lot of the other golf course fights we have in the country for, for kind of old, tired public golf courses. Lions is actually run by the city, but it's on land owned by the – University of Texas, which um, their endowment apparently is not enough, being the second largest in the country. And so they want to develop it into mixed-use housing uh, and other wonderful things on this beautiful piece of environmentally sensitive land in the middle of the city. And uh, so Ben Crenshaw, many of the people down there, Luke Wilson, the actor, and of course the guys at Cricket, all these people, Scotty Sayers, Ben's longtime business manager, are working very hard to try to save it, to try to get something done to restore it. And just to prevent the University of Texas from from developing it, and it's it's really gonna uh, it's just an unbelievable battle because Ben, of course, as you know, is now I looked at the list of of most influential alums and famous alums from the University of Texas, and I would put Ben in the top five of people who have probably made people write checks to that university um, with his two masters wins, um, but. Uh, the fact that they're gonna, he has to basically face down his university is very awkward for him. But he's just doing an awesome job battling for this place. This is this is the kind of place the world of golf should be fighting for. And that wasn't sixty yeah. minutes, but I could go on so, and so on. So Ben's doing the Lord's work, and and uh, you know, if if uh, there's any justice in the world, uh, the the course will survive because we, we we don't need more mixed use housing in downtown oh, Austin. I don't. Oy think. Vey. No, this is the kind of thing when we hear the dreaded grow the game. Uh, phrase that's that lions is the kind of place where you go out there and you go yeah this is this is the kind of place where a parent can drop their kid off and old guys can play women can play it uh every everything is out there and they're having a great time and it's also keeping a, a nice green space in a city that is uh is really going uh gangbusters right now and, and there's some amazing architecture down there oh and another place i got i got one more house and then we're gonna end this uh mini segment on house of carbs Boiler Nine. If you get to Austin, it's this unbelievable uh, place down by the the river, old power plant. Just check it out. Trust me. They have a three level restaurant, cool little uh, bar downstairs, sort of a speakeasy vibe, and I, the whole thing is unbelievable. So check that out too. I had a, a great meal there as well. Well, I, I I love it. Anytime that we can get any of this cross show branding. So thank you for all of that <laughs> um, outstanding House of Carbs content, Shaq. Cross pollinating, uh, I would believe, is the word my friends here in Hollywood use. But you know, well, we'll, speaking we'll, of, yeah. So let's let's uh, do you, anything else. Yeah, on the let's Masters cross pollinate right into the Masters cover? because I do want to talk a little bit about the Houston Open. This is a very uh, difficult week, possibly. Well, we'll 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 cover that okay. uh, at at the end here. We have some important Masters forecasting and prognosticating because okay. we're we're exactly two weeks away from the beginning of live at the Masters. <laughs> Um, what should we take away from the guys that we saw at the top of this match play event? Let me hear. Let's just do Norin, Justin Thomas, 
uh, Bubba and Kisner. Let's let's hear your 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 quick hits on those four. Well, I think all four of them are people. If you're doing a a, a fantasy lineup or a team or DraftKings or whatever you're doing, uh, I think all four of those players have to be. Uh, on your list. And that's why I love this final four. It was like, oh my gosh, here's four guys who have already been trending well for the Masters. But but Kisner, uh, this is, is certainly a, kind of a breakthrough week for in 2018 for him. Uh, Bubba, of course, I you don't agree, but I think he, or the numbers don't agree. He's still 16 to 1, 18 to 1. He's, he's to me the favorite. Um, Justin Thomas, a very nice week coming off wisdom teeth uh, being removed and, and having a little uh, bug that, that, that kind of like a strep throat thing. So I think he has to be very pleased. He just continues to play great, and he can play pretty much any kind of golf course. He's got the power of the whole thing. And then Norrin, we've been tracking him. We love him. I have him at 90-1, to and he was grinding so hard last week. How it's just every day. Uh, and he is you heard, I don't know if you heard Johnny today, but he's just got everything right now. Every the ball striking, the putting. He's a complete player. And don't go by last year's numbers. I think that that was a learning experience and he's gonna he's gonna be one of those players you have to watch. So I wanna start with Norin because I don't think he can win the Masters this year. But I do think that he is going to I'm gonna look at at, at, at odds for him to top five to top ten and yes. to top twenty. He is in outstanding form. The reason I don't think he can win is because we've seen twice now uh, he him being very close to um, you know the the possibility of a mm-hmm. W, and okay. then for whatever reason not being able to execute. I didn't love the way that the playoff hole against Kisner went. It looked like there was a little bit of brain lock. Now. You know, he made it all the way to the moment where he was potentially playing in the final pairing with with Bubba. So that it's pretty good to get to that juncture and then have that little bit of brain lock. But I just don't. I'm not going to bet very much on Norin to win. I did want to sink my teeth into Justin Thomas, but gosh darn it, he's right there at eleven to one. No, and of the of those guys that are in that tier, so I I, I said at the outset that I was probably going to talk out of both sides of my mouth. Let me do it right this second. I am giving both Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy a pass for their relatively poor performance this week for different reasons. In the first okay. place, Rory. You know, basically came from from Bay Hill, had a day to rest, and then was back out on the golf course yep. competing. And it looked like it through the first, you know, 10, 12 holes. DJ was different. It looked like a slightly disengaged DJ. Yeah. And this year, I'm kind of psyched to see a disengaged DJ coming into the Masters. Now, hmm. he won this event last year because he was at the very tippy top of his powers and any time that he walked out onto the first tee of a tournament he he was his form was such that he was going to win that tournament i mean that was the stretch that he was in and the only thing that could fell him is the <coughs> slippery floors of the house that he was staying in in augusta i yeah. mean <laughs> something was definitely slippery i don't know whether or not it was the floor but in any event, I like where both DJ and Rory are at, and I also like the relative uh, uh, opportunity that both of them not showing well in this week's uh, event. Now you can get both those guys at double-digit odds now. Rory at eleven to one on my sheet, and DJ at twelve to one. So the three guys that are in that top tier that I'm going to give a little taste to. 
uh, uh, I'm going to touch Rory at 11 to 1, DJ at 12 to 1, and we talked about him just a little bit ago. <laughs> Jordan Spieth at 14 to 1 is a great effing price for the Masters. This is what it's like when I stand behind Mel Brooks at Santa Anita placing a bet on a horse. Yeah, 20 on the four. Ah, give me 30 on the five. He gave me. Yeah. One you're time right. I said, I said, Mr. Brooks, you bet the entire race. I mean, yes. you're gonna, you're, I'm going to win. I go, oh, great. <laughs> okay. Anybody else you'd like to? I mean, come on. Well, you know how I do it. I sp- I like to, to, to spread. I'm allocating I capital. I have three top tier guys. I'm going to th- play three mid tier guys and then a couple of long shots. My mid tier guys, it's early going yet, Shaq. I'm still not okay. quite ready to, to bite down hard on anybody. I do like, I mentioned him last show, I still like him. Henrik Stenson at 45 to 1 feels like, you know, a, a, a bargain to me. I don't I don't mm. know why, but I I mean, uh that what I mean by I don't know why, I don't know why 45 to 1. He's a he's a 20 to 25 to 1. He has not played great at the Masters, and I understand we have a little bit of insider information. He's a Callaway guy, so occasionally we get some nuggets. He has in the past, uh, the legend has it, maybe um, um, just taken on the Masters a little bit with too much enthusiasm. And he's gone and burned himself Mm. out before he's he's swung a club uh, on Thursday. So this year, I understand he's he's coming in fresh. He's taking a week off. He's going to show up. He's taking the Justin Rose approach, which is a pretty damn good approach, Shaq. Yeah, it is. So. So I like him coming in fresh, you know, okay. one little practice bit on on Wednesday. That's it, and then get out there and play on Thursday. Another guy in that mid tier level that I like the way he looked this week, Louis Oosthuizen, yeah, seventy five to one. Come on, yeah, he loves Augusta. It's uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't. That's disagree. a good price. That's a good price. Disagree. Am I right? That is a very good price. Uh, and then our longer odds, we, you and overdue. I both. Now you 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 got in on this guy early. I think we talked about this. I mean, Kiz at at a hundred. You got him at one hundred and fifty to one. Yeah, on uh, Thursday. Damn I it. got him on Thursday. Yeah, and he's dropped right. to one hundred. He is at hundred to one. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? I mean, I'd love to get him for a top ten. I I think he's uh, that, that's that's where I mean I, he has a chance. You never know, but it's a fun one. The one who ca- I can't believe that's just uh, getting no love going into this thing is Sergio Garcia. Uh, he's he's around thirty to one, twenty eight. Some people have him in Vegas. He was thirty five. Are you kidding me? The defending champion who's played beautifully all year. Really, seriously. So uh, I I'm okay. gonna play him on an on Be an careful. either way I, for the winning bet. I'm not gonna. I don't I don't love him to win. Um, just because of how hard it is to win back to back green jackets. I yeah. do love him to top ten. I adore him to top ten. In fact. I would kiss the top 10 at the top of the forehead the way he's kissing his little baby girl. That's how yeah. I feel about uh, Sergio okay. in, in the Masters. I'd say the only two players that are trending, I didn't get a good vibe at the match play off of just in the, the, the limited time I watched them. And and I would agree with, I did watch Dustin a little bit, uh, disengaged, uh, might be strong, but I did, I did not sense he had much mojo there. And I wouldn't, I, I think you're right. He, it might be nice that he comes in quietly. And Jordan, Mention that too. He's more than happy to be coming in off everybody's radar uh, yeah. compared to the other people. He's very happy to do that. Uh, the two that I, I don't like the way they're trending right now are Jason Day and John Rahm. Just not a great feeling out there uh, around their games. But again, something can change. But right now, those two. And then I don't know what to tell you about Phil. 
he he was he was he was criticizing himself for being whiny last week. I've just got my, I'm chalking this up to uh, Phil has reached a certain age and uh, he's been out there a certain amount of time, and I I just have to wonder how excited he gets. Some weeks there just have to be weeks where he's thinking, "Why am I here? What what am I doing? I could be sitting in my backyard with a, a glass of wine, uh, hitting flop shots and uh, watching some TV and and uh, making some jokes with Amy and the kids." And uh, that was I don't know how else to read his uh, his mood last week because it was not great. And uh, well, but he's I'm, playing I'm, Houston this week, so he's. I don't need to hear anything more. I'm willing to give him an exception as yeah, well. He I plays so. he plays well in Houston. So that that'll be a nice yeah because it's one week closer to Augusta. That's why yes, he plays exactly. Well. <laughs> that'll be a stronger indication of kind of yeah. where he's at and where his head is at and where his, his game is at. Okay, and so we're gonna uh, we're we're formalizing our Masters plans, but so people will be warned. We're we're gonna have uh, uh, quite a bit of content uh, there in the in the week. We're gonna definitely have a good solid Monday preview show, and uh, we're gonna have a couple of pop ups. It looks like and a Sunday night recap. So I think we're excited and we'll we'll reveal more on social and all that as we get uh all the times finalized and all that good yeah, stuff yeah the, the only thing i would say is pay attention to your instagram to the jeff shackleford uh, instagram which is at jeff s-h-a-c right my instagram or twitter your instagram because that, oh, okay that's, well that's where I the mean, food I, is yeah well, not just that, but you know, uh, we're going to be together at the Masters. I think we'll probably take some pictures together. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. I'm at House from DC um, both on Twitter and on uh, the Instagram. Now, but I'm just I'm just uh, telling folks pay attention to the Instagram that we coming okay. up. There's another Instagram to pay attention to, and that is at Sport Guy SP. I can't. I'm going to mess it up. But Bill Simmons' uh, Instagram will also be hot and heavy, uh, uh, as will his his Twitter. And the Ringer uh, Instagram and Twitter will be pretty hot with Masters mm. content oh. as well. Okay, good. Just remember to bring a camera, House. I can't bring my phone? No, you can't bring your phone onto the ground. So you have to have a, fo- a camera to take those uh, those photos. Well, that's, <laughs> the, the, on, on, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, no cell phones. Maybe, no cell phones, no but cell yes phones. To, the, to, to, the, to the camera. You can bring a and camera. The cameras, well, look, the camera, I, I have a camera that captures a little video. And you I'm can, allowed to go uh, order every single thing on the menu at one of the lovely are. patron stands and take a little 30 second video of me um, trying to consume every sandwich, all, all eight sandwiches in one sitting. I believe that is correct, but I would read the fine print just <laughs> just in case when you're coming in the doors. They don't take a, my camera. Come no, on, Augusta. no, you can you can bring the camera. Just just don't right. try to bring your your cell phone on the property. Uh, all right. It. Anything else on that? You want to just Quick little, uh, I, I I want to talk about Houston because it's kind of, to me, it's important as somebody who well, loves look, the history of the tour. It, it, that's right. It's the right way to end the show because it is the end of the Houston Open. Maybe, 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 maybe. I, I think it's definitely the end of the Houston Open in the slot before the Masters. I think it's a, okay. a monumental mistake. I think what Steve Timms, the uh, uh, tournament director there, and the people in Houston have done to make uh, the Golf Club of Houston Augusta-like with its setup is one of the most brilliant things that's been done in, in, in a long time with a tournament. To take a tournament that was struggling, uh, that the TPC of Woodlands and the, the people didn't like that golf course as much as a master's prep, they set it up like the master's, the green speed, the overseated rye, the whole deal. Uh, it looks like the, the tour is going to slot the Valero Texas Open in the week before the master's, which I think will 
um, not get a lot of people because that golf course is pretty much the polar opposite of Augusta in terms of narrowness. And I don't, I don't see players liking that as a prep uh, before the Masters and losing balls in the Cedar and all that stuff. It just seems odd to me. But this is, uh, you know, Valero is a sponsor. Houston does not have a sponsor right now. So hopefully they get a sponsor. This tournament's been around since the late 40s, I believe 1947. They, uh, the vision for this, this event by the Houston Golf Association that runs it was to maybe someday even get it played on a, on a restored public course. They already have started on the Gus Wortham uh, res, res, renovation, restoration. Uh, and, and it's just a, a really progressive, forward-thinking organization. They have one of the best first tees. So I'm very bummed that this could be the last uh, Houston Open, certainly in this pre-master slot, and, and possibly if they don't get a sponsor uh, at all. So uh, it will be kind of a, 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 a bittersweet week uh, either way because I think this has been a great placement on the uh, the calendar prior to the Masters. Um, uh, now, uh, House... Currently, my field list has Henrik Stenson, so <laughs> I, um, I I do want to I want to double check on that. Um, but Matt Kuchar and Ricky Fowler are also playing, uh, so I, I, I just uh, I, I love your intel, but uh, he's currently s- s- slated to play. No, I I, I uh, he he may very well play. My observation was that he is not going to be at Augusta grinding. He's not going to be out oh, there okay, you know, okay, for, okay. For, for, for several days in a row, you know, okay. plotting and, and working himself into a lather in okay, advance okay, of the tournament right. commencing. All right. So they have six of the – that's good to know. And that um, we've got that clear. So he's playing Kuchar, Fowler, kind of the big name, six of the top 20 in the world. Uh, Shabankar Sharma, who played so well in Mexico City and who got a master's invite. Uh, just a special invite. He will be playing there as well to get ready for the uh, the Masters and also get another tour event. Ernie Els, Lee Westwood are um, uh, teeing it up. House, believe it or not, Lee Westwood is not in the Masters, a man who has nearly won this tournament and played so well a few times. Ernie Els also has had some nice Masters. They uh, they need to win this week to get in. So it wow. uh, somebody will get in. Russell Henley, of course, won last year. Uh, he was four back going in the final day, and that was a great triumph. My pick, though, for the week uh, will be Luke List, who finished oh. second at the Honda. He finished third last year at Houston. He played nicely at the match play. Uh, he he almost uh, took Justin Thomas to the end with a uh, with putting with his wedge <laughs> after a little a little bending uh, effort Uh-oh. walking from uh, yeah. There's a walk from the, mishap from, from the seventh green to the eighth tee. Well, there's a lot of walks actually. I think he claimed. There was a little discrepancy. He claimed the walk from six to seven, and Justin didn't even notice until the eighth green. So anyway, there there are places out there you can whack your putter uh, against things that you don't uh, realize are are not going to have a lot of give in them. And Luke did that, but he he hung in there, and he uh, had a great Houston Open last year. So I look for him to to play well this week. He's my he's my uh, I like that a lot. Guy. I I um. I, he's made a lot of my fantasy lineups this year. He has quietly uh, been performing quite well, and you just uh, noted some of his finishes. I'm going to pick Ricky, and I want Ricky because I'm ready for him to show some of that putting form mm-hmm. that really separates him, and I want that that great boost that's okay. going to come from a, a Houston Open victory right into the uh, the Masters. I want a W going into the Masters because I want Ricky to be part of those ten or twelve names that's in everybody's mouth going into Augusta. All right. So House, now you're on vacation. So thank you so much for for joining us today. Did you bring with you 
uh, some graphene-infused dual soft-fast core Callaways to play some golf on this trip. That, uh, that 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 with that larger inner core leading to even faster ball speeds off the driver with low spin and even softer field. Did that make the trip to Jamaica? You know, uh, I I understand that people may take issue with what sounds to like like the life that I lead. Um, <laughs> sea Island two weeks ago, Jamaica this week, Augusta in 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 two weeks. Um, but I did, of course, Shaq, bring down here with me the beautiful new uh, ball that changed the ball. Great, with the Good. with the with the graphene infused. That that is and the the hardest lightest element, or the, is that the attributes of that element? Don't ask me that. You know I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> Are you going to play some golf with your Callaway Chrome Softs? Okay, yes, that's the answer I am. I'm, I'm looking for. Everybody can look for Shack House balls all over the mountainside here in Montego Bay because mm. I will be hitting them left, right, and obviously right down the middle. Oh, wait. You're going to play Callaway Chrome Softs with a with a logo on them or a <laughs> yeah yes of course I am it All says right. Shack House on them Shack wow I didn't get we're, any we're big of those. time now Daddy whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't get a shipment of those what, what's that, that true you haven't well no. they're, they're on their way they're on, okay I, I saved I didn't order you last year's balls I ordered you this this year's balls okay. there's a backlog okay they're hot. thank you All right well enjoy yeah. your golf down there I'm going to be uh, prepping for the Masters getting excited and ready and uh, I will be there Sunday for the drive chip and putt. And uh, to get a little scouting report on the course and whatever else uh, other kind of intel I can find. And uh, we'll be coming to you from the beautiful Masters Media Center. And I can't wait to uh, see you down there. It should be a lot of fun. And our uh, friend Bill Simmons of The Ringer will be there as well. It's uh, it's just uh, shaping up to be an incredible year. And let's just hope the, uh, the weather cooperates. I'm not worried about the weather. We're, we're, it's going to be outstanding uh by hook or by by crook, uh, and and we will be back in uh, a little over a week. Uh, the next time we're together, you will have walked the grounds, the hollowed grounds at Augusta National Golf Club, and that makes me very excited for next week's Shack House <laughs> part of the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.